Hello, and welcome to God's Lemonade Stand. For those of you who have tuned in before, welcome. And for those of you who are new to our podcast, thank you for joining. My name is Isaac. And my name is Kayleen. We hope that this podcast, as well as the new series that we are starting today, will be a blessing for you, your friends, and your family. Great. Let's begin with some music. Awesome. God really is good. Yes, he is. Which is why I'm so excited that we're starting a new series today called Showers of Blessings. Today, we will be talking specifically about asking for blessings. Hey guys, this is Xavier. I'm a member of the young adults here at Spring Meadows. And um, I'm an illustrator as well as a teacher. And a couple of weeks ago, I had a pretty miraculous occurrence um, happen because that's what occurrences do. They happen. So um, in August, I um, just launched my own business, Xmos Art LLC, um, providing mural installations as well as fine art. And so I've been um, figuring out, you know, just the logistics of owning and operating my own business, you know, the marketing aspects, 
um, as well as trying to balance out the actual, you know, creating product. And, um, you know, you, when you're trying to market yourself, you, you know, advertise on all of the different social media platforms, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and whatnot. And so a couple of weeks ago, um, I had somebody reach out about a piece that I hadn't stated was specifically for sale, but the fact that they were interested in purchasing it, even if um, I hadn't said it was for sale, I was like, oh, wow, that's, you know, really, you know, flattering as a new business owner. You're like, okay, all right, yeah, let's see what we can do. And um, long story short, it turned out to be um, a scam artist who was posing as an invalid elderly person who they said that they would have to, um, they had somebody who traveled to, you know, get all their needs. And, you know, the hairs on the back of my neck were kind of raised, but I believe in the, you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, maybe this is a situation that, you know, some people are in. So I went out of my way to, um, you know, make allowances out of my, you know, normal business terms to, you know, help this person get this piece of art because they, they gave me a story like it was um, coming up on their you know 50th wedding anniversary. And I was like, how neat. This person wants to um, get a piece of biblical art for their significant other to mark this huge anniversary. That, you know, that's really touching. And then it just got increasingly more convoluted with, you know, I'll send you a check for more than the art is worth. And then when the person, you know, comes to pick it up, you can just pay them the difference. And I was like, you know, it's not like, I wasn't thinking to myself that I've never encountered a transaction quite like this. But once again, my capacity to give people the benefit of the doubt kind of won up that. So I was like, all right. And then um, they, sure enough, they sent me a check for more than the artwork was worth. And I, you know, did a mobile deposit. And for some reason, I always thought that mobile deposits, um, you know, if it was a fraudulent check, they would, you know, be able to detect that. But what I learned from this whole experience is that if you're in good standing with your account, they will just credit it until it um, fully posts on the next business day. So in case you're ever in a strange situation, let that check <laughs> post so about like a couple of days, because if it bounces, then you didn't. Um, you're not responsible for it. You didn't, you know, transfer or spend that money, which doesn't exist. And so basically, I deposited it, and then I transferred the the difference to the so-called um, agent who was going to come pick up the work. And um, I came to find out they they kind of like ghosted me. When I was like, okay, so I've, I've transferred the money. When is you know your shipping agent going to be picking up the piece of work? And then the responses like came fewer and fewer. And that it was at that point that I really was like, hmm, I think I may have gotten scammed. And then um, Monday, so I had deposited the check on a Friday. So Monday um, was when the check bounced, and I realized full well I had been scammed. So then. And it wasn't like just a few bucks or anything. Like full disclosure, they scanned me out $2,000. And my business had just started, so I did not have $2,000 in my account. So I um I was I went overdrawn and I was like negative 1600 and I was just like <sighs> And so I was just, you know, really kicking myself because I'm like I should have known. I should have, you know, 
realized da, 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 and there was on that Monday and Tuesday, there was just a lot of kicking of myself and, um, you know, just saying, you know, I'm, oh my goodness, I'm so stupid. And it's very quick for me to go from saying I made a mistake to I am a mistake. That happened really quickly. So it was kind of like a, a really dark headspace of, you know, me asking the question too of like, I, you know, set out to make this business something, you know, to, um, you know, give glory to the name of God through art. Do I even have any right to have a business when I can't even, you know, spot a, a scam like this? And, you know, once Monday and Tuesday happened, my family was like, definitely like, speaking life into me and saying that's not like true at all like you are not a mistake you are not stupid you know definitely and giving me like biblical encouragement like this is not the end of the world yes it bites majorly but you know it's not the end so throughout the course of the week i i just started you know looking to the bible for some encouragement i mean i filed claims with my bank and i filed my first ever police report yay um but you know they both kind of were get, coming to the consensus of like technically you endorse the check and you authorize the transfer. So it's not like somebody hacked into your account, like you sent the money. So it looks like you're out that money. And I was just like, <sighs> so there was a lot of just very deep breathing and trying not to spiral on like from Wednesday on, I got a little bit better. And um, my brother-in-law, um, and my sister's family, they were here with us. They had evacuated California from the wildfires. And so he said, you know, it might be a good idea just to, you know, to save others from falling prey to the scam, to kind of write about it, but also just for you to get those feelings out and not, you know, keep them bottled up. So I said, it's probably a good idea. So I did. I sat down and I, I kind of just wrote, um, on my, my site, I have a blog. So I wrote, um, the, f what I didn't know would be a two parter, but it was the first part called Satan scams. And I just talked about this whole experience. And at the end, I very much said, I don't know if this will be resolved or how it will be resolved, but I know, you know, biblically, you know, God says he will provide. So it was kind of like, it's in your car, your court, God. I don't know what your provision looks like, if it's going to be immediate, if it's going to be, you know, years down the line, but I am going to um, trust you with this. And it's not, it's, I had work lined up, so it wasn't like I was in a spot of, I don't know how I'm going to pay this back. It was just, wow, all the income that I had anticipated I would be able to um, use to pay down existing debt would just be now used to break even, basically. And so I, you know, I was just kind of very open about like, this is where I'm at. And I think there's a lot of shame that, you know, came with like admitting I got scammed because I was like, only old people get scammed. And it's like, no, 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 no. Um, people of all ages get scammed. And so it was just, I had to, you know, get out of that headspace of, and have, have God like remove those lies of like, I'm so stupid. I, and be like, no, it, the, there are people who, you know, we have full-time jobs as teachers or doctors or, you know, whatever our professions are, there are people who they are full-time scammers and they do this professionally. And they, you know, being that everybody's been home for a couple of months, they have time to increase the complexity and of, 
you know, these scams. So I was like, man. So I was like, God, it's, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know you've got me. So that will be done. So I, I shared that on my website and on um, Instagram. And one of the hashtags that I had included was um, Joshua 1 verse 9. And I'd just been using that verse um, just to really encourage me. And that verse basically says, have I not um, commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you where you go. And that was just one of those verses that I kept coming back to as, you know, a source of encouragement and like, you know, that it was right about as the children of Israel were about to, you know, go into the promised land and, you know, they had had their own set of fun obstacles. And so I was like at a similar crossroads of like, you know what, God, you lead the way, you take the lead on this. And it turns out there is a um, Christian organization, a foundation called the Joshua 1-9 Foundation. And um, they had an alert on for whenever that hashtag got used. So they saw it and then they read um, my, you know, my blog post about it. And so they commented on um, the post, um, just like, we, we read about your experience. Um, you know, we, we'd love to, you know, talk with you. Please DM us. And mind you, I had just been scammed through Instagram. So I was like on high alert, like, let me check out, make sure that this is like a legitimate organization. So I did my Googling and I was like, okay, verified that they were an actual, you know, a name and a face and all right. So um, we exchanged information, and um, I got talking with um, one of the co-founders, James Islam, and um, he just, for about the better part of a half hour, just was really encouraging me not to let this be the end of my business, and you know, just giving verse after verse, um, saying, you know, don't let this be the end. Like this is obviously an attack from Satan that's, you know, happening here, but don't let this be the end of your story. And he kind of shared about um, his foundation. And basically, um, it's founded in memory of um, his son, whose name was um, Joshua, who um, died at um, basic training for the Marines. And so um, they made this um, foundation um, to kind of support the things that he was passionate about, but to also show that um, out of tragedy, good can come. It's not um, invalidating the fact that the tragedy happened and it was horrible, but it can be fuel to be used for greater good than we can see on the human playing field. And so um, he talked to me about how that verse specifically, the, um, they had made a dog tag with that verse on it for Joshua when they sent him off to basic and it had just become really important to their family. So um, that's why the foundation is called the Joshua one nine foundation. And, um, he was like, I, I'd really love to send you one of these, you know, dog tags as, you know, just a source of, you know, physical, tangible encouragement. And he was like, would that be all right? And I said, of course, um, please, please. And, um, then he, he went a step further and he's like, I, I'm really feeling, you know, impressed to, you know, help in a bit more of a, you know, practical way. Do you mind, you know, sharing, how much you're in the hole. And so I, I told him and I was like, he was like, oh, and I was like, uh-huh. And so um, he's like, well, you know, I want to, you know, kind of, you know, talk this, you know, over w with my wife and, you know, he, just so we're on the same page. Not that I think she would, you know, object or anything, but we like to, you know, 
know like where we're both at with these things. So um, he's like, I, I might be able to, you know, give, you know, 200 to help. And I was like that, I was, uh, at that point I was, I was saying anything <laughs> helps. Um, but, you know, his encouragement had been priceless. I was like, your words alone are, you know, very valuable to me. So, um, you know, please don't feel like you have to, but I'm not going to object <laughs> if you want to help because it was a lot of, you know, money. And so we prayed and he, he said, just send me your, um, uh, what was it called? Venmo handle. So, um, you know, once I run it by, um, we can just send you directly whatever we're able to. And I said, all right. So that was on a Monday, a Monday from the day that I had realized I'd been scammed. I think something like that. It was, it was a very blurred week emotionally. So um, then on Wednesday, I, I was subbing that entire week. So I come home from work and I get a notification from Venmo and I, I say, okay, I, I guess, you know, he, he sent, that's cool. And so I look and he sent me $1,700. So I, I throw my phone across the room because I was like, this is a mistake. He didn't, he, he couldn't have meant to send that much. And I was like, people were in the midst of, you know, a lot of people are, you know, hurting, you know, financially. Um, so, and so I'm like, people don't send $1,700 to strangers that they read about on the internet, let alone in these very strange times. So I immediately like word vomit this text of just like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, I, and was just kind of like in, in shock. And so <laughs> part of me was like, is, is this real? And I, like it was real because it showed up in my account and then it allowed me to, you know, initiate the transfer to my bank. But still in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm not going to fully believe it until I see my negative balance kick back into the, because it, it was enough to get me back into the positives. And so that was the Wednesday. And then the Friday I like wake up and I log on and sure enough, it went back into the positives. And so I'm like, what? What, 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 what? And so um, he had told me on Wednesday when he said, sent the transfer, he's like, there, there's a reason um, that, you know, we decided that amount. And so he, he called me on Thursday night just to um, kind of you know, talk through with me. And I, I was once again, of course, just saying like, oh, my goodness, this is I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. And he was like, well. When I finally brought it up to my wife, um, she we have our individual Bible studies in the morning, and I said, you know, I'm feeling really impressed that we should, you know, help out this guy. You know, what do you think? And she's like, this morning when I was reading um, my Bible, there was a verse that stood out to me, and I didn't get why it was standing out to me so much. And the verse that um, she read was. Um, Proverbs 3, verse 27, which says, do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. And so when he heard her, you know, read that back to him, he's like, well, I guess we know what we need to do. And so, um, you know, throughout it all, he he's really just been saying, you know, this is now you have, you know, a testimony that you can very readily share. 
So um, he's just kind of really been um, encouraging me to use this as a way to show that God is not dead. He's very much alive in um, the whole verse of, you know, Matthew 6, 33, which is, you know, basically seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. It's very much real. It's not a like, and theoretically like, if you are legalistic and you do all these things, it's like, if you are like, it's my desire to use my business to, you know, reach others through visual art and remind them about, you know, Christ and specifically like in my art, I do a lot of, um, I call it biological illustration. So it's a lot of animal instances in the Bible. So I seek to connect with like, you know, naturalists and scientists who, you know, might not be on, you know, the same page as I am um, faith basis wise, but, you know, to connect them to God and, you know, all these instances where animals um, crop up. And um, he's just been really um, stalwart in saying, continue to do this for God. Don't let it become about, you know, something else. Plant a seed where you can. And so um, he sent me a ton of these um, dog tags with Joshua 1.9 on it um, to share, um, just so it can be like a living testimony of somebody's like, you know, there, there are a lot of horrible things happening in the world where you can doubt that God is even there. Um, and this is kind of like a tangible, you know, reminder to me of, I had, um, you know, God move somebody else, a fellow servant of Christ who was listening out for his voice to help me. So um, I just want to read kind of, uh, he sent me a, a letter with the batch of dog tags he sent. And he said, it's a pleasure to be able to come alongside you to lift you up once again. We've heard it said that everyone God intends to use, he allows to be wounded. Those he intends to use mightily, he allows to be wounded deeply. We've been wounded deeply, but our Savior, Jesus Christ, was wounded more deeply. God allowed his son to be wounded, to suffer and die for us, so he might raise him from the dead in victory forever. We are to walk in that victory every day. We prove we belong to him as we love and came care for one another others in obedience to God's commands. We pray that you will do as we do with these dog tags. We pray that God will show us who to share them with. We ask him to give us eyes to see and ears to hear the opportunities he gives us to share them and tell the stories behind them. May they open many hearts to the gospel and may you be transformed to the image of Christ as you share the work of God's spirit who lives in you. So now this is just, you know, I, I think growing up in the church, a lot of us, you know, I mean, not, not to, I shouldn't generalize like that. It seems like for myself, I'll speak for myself. Um, growing up in the church, there isn't really like a testimony that you feel like it's not like, a, yeah, I was, I was here. And then now I'm here. And I, this has been a very different type of um, testimony, especially it's a lot closer to home because it's like, it was kind of like my business. I had gone out on the branch and said, okay, God, you know, I'm going to do this in your name. But I think a part of me was still like, I have to make you look good, God. And this was very much <laughs> a reminder of he's like, no, you just need to, you know, place your, like 
put the business at my feet. And I am more than capable of making myself look good and to do good through your services, through your art for others. So don't worry about saving face for me. I've got this. So, and it's just been, you know, a validation of like, I was kind of, you know, wavering of like, I don't have any business, you know, having a business for God. And in in coming in and like really restoring me is what happened. He said, yes, you do have a business spreading my name because that is the business that I want you to be about as a Christian. So um, suffice it to say, this has just been, you know, a crazy restorative um, experience. And um, for anybody who, you know, is having a hard time believing that, you know, God is moving on behalf of others in light of all the um, insane current events that are happening, I can assure you, he is alive and well and um, continuing to fulfill his promises that if we um, seek his kingdom first, if we seek him first daily, he will have our backs. So thank you so much for allowing me just to share this testimony about um, what's happened in my life. Um, please check out the Joshua 1-9 Foundation um, who are doing amazing works, not just for me, but in a myriad of ways. And if, um, you happen to be interested in, um, getting a dog tag with, um, Joshua one nine on it, um, please reach out to the podcast and we'll see what we can do. Thanks. Bye. Well, that concludes our podcast for today, but don't forget to tune in next week to God's Lemonade Sand on November 21st. Until next time. Yes, Jesus.